Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning, Nails. Good morning. Uh, Nails right here. Yo, Thursday is always thirsty to me, if you get it. If you get what I'm saying. What? Why is Thursday? <laughs> I was Thursday. like, did he just mispronounced Thursday? No, he pronounced it on purpose that way. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's Friday Eve, though. What happens on Thursday? Is it like it's a thirst. thirst trapathon? Could be, uh, depending on, you know, where your mind is. Because I'm thinking Thursday as, as in like thirsty, like drinking thirsty Thursday, like partying, oh, turning up. you were thinking. Okay. I was yeah, thinking you- like... Thursday being like this is the day before the weekend and so people start getting like thirsty about who they gonna spend a weekend with that's where I your mind all it <laughs> I don't know yeah, you know why because right before we started Nails was like I wanna hear you sing like like Tony Braxton so I went into a love space <laughs> definitely the love space, love space. <laughs> alright yeah, so yeah, this really hour we got some black you news okay so Twitter owner Elon Musk he may have messed around and found out but you know on social media be like messed around and found out I'm a corporate behemoth Apple let me tell you it is a very statistical probability that has been proven that when you F around you will find out and it's just a matter of how much you F around that will determine how much you find out and Apple <laughs> is a lot of finding out what else? <laughs> Big facts. Also, an indigenous woman called a reporter white lady and demanded that she leave a press conference after uh, what was called disrespectful. Listen, when I tell you the indigenous people of this nation and every nation have every right to call everybody out their name. So listen, when she's saying that and then she hits you with the native tongue, you're going to stick around and want to hear this because this is a read of the century. <laughs> What's the secret to making your relationship work? Well, we got a podcaster who had to say something on that relationship longevity topic, and we'll drop some more gems for you coming up right here. I can't wait. I love it. I love when we talk about relationships because I feel like a lot of people really want to be in a loving relationship and they just need some help, some guidance, and we can give you that right here at the Amanda Seals Show, which is why you should stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seals Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That is 1-855-262-6328. It's early. I know this, but I'm going to say the number again, one 1- 855-262-6328. Maybe that'll help you remember it. Wake up, y'all. It's time to get into the day. Listen, laugh, and learn with us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Good morning, y'all. We are right here at the Amanda Seals Show, giving you all the laughter and love and knowledge that we can, that we can muster up for you. I'm Amanda Seals. <laughs> and I'm Nails. It's time to get into some Blackie Renews. Now, our first story today, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. he found out, like, you know, what it is to be a bad boss, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much forced all his employees, or at least 70% of them, out the door. And he's claiming that Apple is threatening to withhold Twitter from the App Store. Listen, that is not a small threat. Like... <laughs> That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. I didn't even know that there was tension, but apparently there has been growing tension and this is a death sentence for Twitter. Like this is like the little, that little Tweety bird, like the blue bird, its head is in the guillotine. Okay. And that, that, (laughs) that blade is sharp. Now we could get the head out the guillotine, but right now it's right there for the chopping. So the Apple store boss, Phil Schiller, he deleted his Twitter account Following Musk's uh, takeover, shortly after Trump's account was reinstated. Now, even though Twitter is one of the large platforms to allow adult content on this app, Apple, if they go through with their threat, could be a devastating outcome for Twitter because that would mean that there's no way to get Twitter on an iPhone. 
I was wondering this though, like if we already have it on our phone, will we like we already have the app on our phone, right? Mm. Like, does that affect anything? Like if they take it off the app store? Um, so you know, I'm not sure. I started an app called SFB Society and I had the app for two years. And then we ended up shutting down the app, but the icon is still on my phone, but because there's nothing connected to it, like if you tap it, it just it says like, oh, this app is not logged, mm. it's not functioning. So they can set up anything. Now, Apple hasn't even commented on these claims. And we know that these folks, the Elons, the Trumps, the Carrie Lakes, like they just be making stuff up. So we don't even know the true merit of this claim, but there was a poll and the people were asked, should Apple punish all censorship actions it has taken that affect its customers? And, um, you know, I don't know what the response to that poll was. Though. <laughs> so there's that. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back, y'all. We are right here at the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And this weekend, <laughs> I will be in Chicago. I will be in Chicago with you folks in the cold at the Chicago Improv. That's going down Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Five shows over four days. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. Nails, are yes. you ready for yes. another edition of Getting to Know Us? Yes. Okay? Me and Nails met in putting together this show, so we're still learning each other, and you guys are learning us at the same time. So I thought it would be cool for us to, you know, get to know each other while we are talking to y'all. So we've been asking each other these questions to just, you know, open the, the icebreak, the thing of things. And today's question is, Nails, if you had all the money in the world, how would you spend your time? I always say this when I, because I always say a little prayer before I play the lottery too. Like, God, if you give me these millions of dollars, I will promise I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll be philanthropic. I really will. I will actually go and I will rebuild my grandma's church. Um, obviously, I'll take care of my debts, my mom's debts. Uh, I'll take care of some stuff for my fraternity, my lodge. Uh, and then I'll donate to car, to causes like you, Amanda, like you and your animals. I'll donate yeah. some stuff, but I'll also disappear. I was going to say, because I'm going to tell you, everything you're talking about, you can do in a week. So yeah. after that, what you going to do with your time? You got I'm, all I'm, the money in the world. I'm going to Tahiti and I'm going to build me a house on that island. And then I'm going to go mm. over to the motherland in Africa and I'm going to try and go to every every nation in Africa just so Ooh. I could get back in touch with my roots. I love it. I love it. I love it. Good job. What would you do? Um, well, you know, like, let's just assume that we're we set up the money to go to the places that need it. Right. So let's mm -hmm. we already we, we've already done that. But then, OK, what am I doing with my time? Well, I had big plans that on my 40th birthday, I would spend the year traveling around the world to different animal conservation places. So <laughs> this is like literally a show that I want to do where I would travel around the world. Like they have a whole island in Japan called Cat Island. I would love to go and do um, work with the pandas at an orphanage in Japan. I would love to work with platypus and other marsupials in Australia. Then I would go on over to the motherland and there's all different types of animal conservation in the motherland. So I would spend my time just traveling the world and seeing all the animals of course you want to do something with in the democratic republic of congo <laughs> not you so calling both the, of us <laughs> not you calling the platypus the uh, 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 actually by their name their scientific name a marsupial 
That is correct. You know I'm a nerd. Shout out to all my nerds out there. You know what? I want my nerds to check in with us. But if you're a nerd out there and you want to give me a call and tell me some nerd things, like how much you love Lord of the Rings or Valar Dohiris and Valar Margulis, you know I'm the one. I'm the one. Hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Coming up, we're checking in with you right here on the Amanda Seals Show. You know we love the call. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. What's up, y'all? It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. Now, make sure you follow us on all socials at Seals Said It. That's S-E-A-L-E-S, Said It. And give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Now, up next, jury reaches a verdict in the Oath Keepers' seditious conspiracy trial, a.k.a. them sideways folks that was at that January 6th situation. Mm-hmm. They was charged and the jury got an answer. We're going to get into it when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. Welcome to another edition of the Amanda Seals Show. Hope everybody's starting their Thursday off right. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm joined by my co-host, DJ Nails. Nails, how are you doing this morning? I'm good. It's Friday Eve. We up. <laughs> it's Friday Eve. What did you call it? Thirst Day? Thir- Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Thursday. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Fascinating. You know, I'm here. I'm in New York. Uh, I'm in New York, and it's definitely... Um, it's always different when it comes to New York because it always reminds me that like I, I made it out. I made it out. Like I like New York. It feels it's it really when you're here in New York, you feel like you're you're living your best life, and then you move somewhere else, and you're like, oh wow, that was terrible. Uh, like, <laughs> you're like, so we don't have to dodge rats casually, but then at the same time, you're like, yeah, but I did that. It's a very weird relationship that New Yorkers have with New York. Like, because you were in Harlem for a while. I was not for a while. I was in Harlem for 15 years. So Oh, yeah, yeah. I did my time. I did my time. <laughs> but uh nonetheless, so, so so shout out to shout out to New York City everyone who's listening uh, on the podcast and shout out to all my Jersey folks and my Philly folks. What do we got going on on the show today? Oh, we're going to get into some black news. The first story, a jury reached a verdict in the Oath Keepers January 6th trial. Mhm. Looking forward to talking about that and also explaining what sedition means. Yep. Also, a white police officer from Virginia, he traveled across the country over to California to catfish an underage girl and murder her family. And we'll tell you all about this story, by the way. Um, let me tell you about something about Nails. Nails will be reading something and in the middle of reading it, realizes it's sad. And then he has to, like, change his whole energy because while Nails is reading that, he realized, oh, wait. This is a terrible story. This it's is absolutely, and that's when the by the way comes out. By the way, oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> like it was this horrible. is this is really reading the news every day feels like you're bobbing and weaving between murder and death. So you know, it's it, we try to do our best here at this show to give you a balance. But I definitely want to talk about this because I want to talk about catfishing. What else we got coming up? And I've been waiting to hear about this story right here. What's up with the 90s R&B group Escape? Obviously, there's a reason why you don't get your mate involved in your business, right? Well, we'll tell you all about this story in the connection here. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's juicy, but it's kind of like naturally juicy because they're a group. It's it's a lot. You know, anytime you got a bunch of people in a group, it's gonna be an issue. It's full with them. The odds were high. So we're going to get into that. You all knew when you saw her in a different dress than everybody else at the Soul Train Awards that there would be a story, and we have it here. So make sure you stick with us right here at the Amanda Seal Show, and you can also stay connected to us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It. And uh, you can call us, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn with us. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Good morning, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. And it is nails right here. It's time for some blaggery news. Blaggery, blaggery news. So our first topic, a jury has finally convicted the Oath Keepers leader and one other uh, associate of his, but they, they charged him with seditious conspiracy. What does that mean, Amanda? So first of all, sedition, as the dictionary defines it, is conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch, which, as we know, January 6th absolutely was that. And we know that there were people who were 1,000% inciting that speech. Now, the mm. Oath Keepers, by the way, are only a few of them. Like, you telling me Marjorie Taylor Greene is not seditious? You're telling me that mm. uh, Cawthorn, you know, all these people that were out here on the Internet's while they were in office, by the way, telling people that this election is fake and we need to stand up for this. I mean, your mans should definitely be convicted for seditious conspiracy like against the government, not just himself. Anyways, mm -hmm. the actual charge of seditious conspiracy is old school and it was signed into law during the Civil War to prosecute Southerners who wanted to fight against the government. They could each face a maximum of 20 years in prison for that one charge alone. So the Oath Keepers leader Stuart Rhodes and the other defendants were charged with disrupting the peaceful transfer of power by conspiring to oppose by force the certification of the election of President Joe Biden. And, um, you know, this is the first con conviction of this actual charge since 1995. But, you know, the thing about it is that it feels like even though this person nails like should be getting the book thrown at them, it feels like they're doing it so that they don't have to do it to anybody else that was involved. And, and I don't like that because I feel like if they don't charge him and throw the book at him, is the United States no longer a, a country of laws? I mean, I feel like this country has always been a country of laws for some, right? Mm. Laws for some. We've seen it so many times. I mean, just think about the situation we saw with the dude who had affluenza. You know, this, this white boy who was found raping a girl behind a dumpster. And ended up getting off because the judge said that his life shouldn't be ruined for a mistake. <laughs> I remember Whereas that. Whereas yeah. we see black people killed every single day for, for nothing, literally, for, mm -hmm. for nothing, because a cop with a gun is scared. So look at, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse went out there as a minor with an illegal firearm and literally took the lives of people peacefully protesting and then yeah. gets off. Gets off yep. because he's seen yep. as, oh, he was protecting the government. So, you know, when you say about like the laws, I feel like the laws really are for whoever they feel like throwing it at. And that's why it's so important that we vote for the right judges and district attorneys and attorney generals, because those are the people in our local government who are going to ensure that the laws are carried out in a certain ethical way. Now, as for the SCOTUS, yeah. well, you know, they ain't. So, whole another story. 
whole nother, speaking whole of a whole nother, nother story. Yeah, this right here is sad. It's uh, coming out of California um, where the police said uh, the catfishing of a teenage girl led to three of her family members being murdered. Listen, uh, the story is, is wild for many reasons, right? This guy had created a relationship with her online. Um, he then drove across the nation from VA to Riverside. He's 28. She was a teenager, and then he kidnapped her from the home. I mean, all of this is bad, terrible, horrible. And then you add on to it, he's a cop. Right. Man. He's a cop. And I think some of us in this moment are like, what? How could a cop do this? And then we remember, these cops is out here wilding on a regular basis in a myriad of ways. And just like that last story we talked about, the law only applies to certain people and it don't never be applying to cops. Not enough. We've seen least. that. We've seen it. We've seen it. They protect each other. They protect each other. And we must remember that, you know, cops and prosecutors and judges, like they all work together, you know? So when we say yep. protect each other, we aren't just talking about cops. But, you know, our heartfelt condolences go out to this family that is shattered by this crazy situation. And it really is tragic. And it also just brings to light the importance of this whole catfishing thing that people are still dealing with. Right. Like, I mean, you got to make sure that you you try your best to watch who your kids are talking to on the Internet. You know, like it, it, it really is difficult to do. I know so many of my friends are parents and they're just like, this Internet is lethal, honey. It's lethal. But we, you know, we've been talking about Shanquella Robinson. It, I think there's this ongoing trend of just like not knowing who people really are. And in her case, it was with these people that she thought her, were her friends. In this case, it's this young lady who didn't know who this person really was. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think there was really any way to know. You know, people are deceitful. People can be conned. And uh, we hope that this doesn't happen again but the odds on this internet are often very high for stuff like this. This is a very sad break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to lighten things up because we're going to tell you some gossip because I know y'all want to hear some tea. Okay. <laughs> of course, you're going to yes. get that tea out. Huh? We are going to give you some tea. <laughs> All about 90s R&B group. Escape. What's the deal? And listen, Candy not biting her tongue. All right, so we're gonna discuss it next when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. Is nails right here? That is my girl Amanda Seals right there. And I've been mm-hmm. asking people off the air about this whole story too because I've seen it on social media. What's this drama going on between all the members of Escape? So you know what's funny is that I did I did Candy's um, YouTube show speak on it recently and she was talking about how when they were doing their reality show with SWV that there was never a time when all four of them were together in a room and they were having a serious conversation that it didn't turn into an explosive argument and I was like damn why is that and she was like I mean we just known each other so long there's just always old stuff to bring up etc but it seems like there's like new stuff going on because when they performed at the Soul Train Awards which by the way they did a great job there was all already just a very visible tension in the fact that Latasha showed up in a whole different dress than the other three members and it wasn't like the rest of them had unique dresses like they all had a theme and then it was like and Latasha okay it was like all of them were singing 
And Brandy's part of the boys' mind, and Latasha came with Monica. Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> so she was definitely sending a message. And so, of course, people are like, hmm, what's that? What's that? And then she went on Instagram. Ooh, child. She went on Instagram and was like, oh my God, like, I didn't know that they were doing that. Nobody told me. And then Candy came back and was like, ah, ah, pump the brakes. Everybody knew. And you are not telling the full truth about why you didn't have the same dress because you knew you chose to have a separate stylist. So she said, stop spreading false narratives. (laughs) My Lord. It's getting juicy. It's getting juicy. Then it gets revealed that Latasha, mm, her basically like her husband who's been serving as her manager, he has his own little secret and he is having a baby with an Instagram model and she like came on Instagram and called the manager out y'all it's it's messy it's messy and then like Latasha like didn't want to do a tour that the girls are doing because the, the she said that the the tour promoter had uh, threatened her husband and so she's not going to go nowhere that listen I don't know what the this beef is, is um, it sounds just like a lot of chaos it sounds like a lot of chaos okay and they did a whole tour called the R&B Music Experience Tour and Latasha was like I'm not going because my husband's life has been threatened and Latasha's the one who can actually like she can sing sing <gasps> nails now stop I'm just saying I'm just saying though no. like, that's the singer singer of the group stop <laughs> I mean listen they showed on, this, on the uh, Soul Training Awards that they could all sing down Candy was hitting you with a ah like a Mariah Carey emotions okay so she now nah, Amanda what you, you said Mariah Carey and then Candy in the same sentence. She now. hit that high note. She hit that high note. And let me just also say, since we're trying to shade Candy, no shade Candy here is going to happen because no. <laughs> when it comes to writing, Candy got some records. All yes. right? Candy got yes. some records. So Paying crazy. Pen crazy. I went to the studio. She had all the records up there. So we'll see what happens with this. We'll keep y'all in the tea because the TV piping hot. But at the end of the day, I just hope that they all figure it out because they are a classic group that we still love and we want to see them. And if you go on tour and we come to a show and Latasha not there, we gonna feel like we got escaped by escape. Okay. So keep uh, <laughs> locked right here. We have the big up let down when we come back. I'm handing out blows and I'm also handing out praise. Because that's what happens with the big up let down. Find out who's going to be on the receiving side when we come back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Let down. Let down. We're back right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Friday Eve, or as I call it, Thursday. Day <laughs> Thursday. Uh, it's nails right here. That's Amanda Seals. And listen, it's time for the big up let down where we give some praise for somebody who did something dope. And then, of course, when somebody screws up, we got to give them the let down. Now, who is the big up for today? Got to do it. Well, today's big up, big up. goes to the Senate. It's so rare that we can ever big up our American government, but we are <laughs> going to take the opportunity to do it today. The Senate passes. Finally, the bill to protect same-sex and interracial marriage in a landmark vote. And what this means is that the legislation is now 
officially a part of the Constitution, okay? Mm. So now what happens is that the House will have to approve the legislation and then it will go to Joe Biden's desk and then it'll be signed and it'll be officially a part of the law of the Constitution. So we're really excited to see this because we know the Senate be blocking stuff on a regular basis. I mean, part of this uh, act was also including, you know, interracial marriage. And your man's... Mitch McConnell, who is married to an Asian woman, voted against it. But let me tell you, this is why you see what politics does. He's married to an Asian woman, but he voted against it so that he could keep his constituency happy. But, you know, he had had a million conversations with everybody else in the Senate. Like, y'all going to vote for it, though, right? Y'all going to vote for it, though, right? (laughs) Just so so we clear, y'all going to vote for it? All right, cool, 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 cool. Vinyl vote was 61-36, so that means there were 36 people that were against this. Ah, amazing. And uh, it was supported by... All members of the Democratic caucus and 12 Republicans, the same dozen GOP members who backed the bill for a procedural vote earlier this month. So big up, big up, big up, big up. to the government for not being ridiculous. Uh, well, big up, big up to the Senate. OK, sorry, to the Senate for not being completely, wholly ridiculous, bigoted fools, because it was very easy for them to have done that. And they chose not to. Now, it is time we get to our. Let down. <laughs> now, y'all, black people, we got to stop with this thing that we be doing when we play games. Now, y'all notice all my spades people out there, okay? Spades be getting very serious. I've seen somebody get popped in the mouth over spades, okay? Then, when it comes to Uno, it's a whole other level. It reached such a level that there is an Oklahoma man who went directly to jail after firing a gun at his family members during a game of Monopoly. Why? Bruh. Why? <laughs> oh my God. Do not collect pass. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Yes, John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong was arrested in Tulsa, Oklahoma after a round of the game erupted in an argument. The table in the games ball was flipped in the process. And then he chased his stepsister and stepfather down the street, pointing a gun at them. What was he yelling? Park Place is mine. Park Place is mine. You ain't going to get my boardwalk. I mean, what was the beef over? Had somebody chosen to not sell him the last railroad? I mean, this is crazy. His name is John Ronald Dwayne. And you know, John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong. First of all, it's too many names. And three out of four of those names are first names. And that always lets you know. Right, Nails? You're right. I've seen draw five cards in friendships and Uno. But damn, I never heard about somebody chasing somebody down the street with a gun after a game of Monopoly. Listen, it, it got real serious. I wonder how he is with real money. You see? That's a oh, problem. Wow. So, John Ronald Dwayne Armstrong, I hope that you get some therapy. I hope that you are able to pay these fines. And I hope that you are forever banned from any board game playing with the fam. That is today's Let Down. If you have any thoughts on any of these things, please make sure to call us. I love hearing from y'all. So, hit me up at 1-855-AMANDA-8. And where else can they hit us up? Nails. Uh, you can make sure you follow us on all socials at Seals Set It and tell a friend about what we got going down over here at the Amanda Seals Show. Now stick around because we got more of the smart, funny, and black content that you love right here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up.
Good morning, y'all. Happy Thursday. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show. Good morning, Nails. I hope you enjoyed our Big Up Letdown. If you missed it, make sure you check it out on our socials at Seal Said It or listen to the podcast. The Amanda Seals Show is wherever you get your podcasts. And you can get me, Amanda Seals, in Chicago this weekend at the Chicago Improv Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Get your tickets at amandaseals.com. We got more show for you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, you know, I'm holding my hand to my ear when I'm singing that, like Mariah Carey <laughs> trying to hit that high note. Good morning, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here at the Amanda Seals Show, joined by my homeboy, DJ Nails. Nails, yes, what's going on? Blackie News this hour, and you know, our nerd ass is going to love this one, especially me. I like to watch Unsolved <laughs> Mysteries and get these DNA stories right here. Mm. A DNA match just reunited a woman with her family after, get this, 53 years. Mm, interesting. I wonder if she would even want to be united with them. I mean, they're your physical family, but I wonder what that re- what that like reunion is like. Curious to see. That sounds like a reality show. Also, it's official. Kim Kardashian and Ye K, they're officially divorced, and we got details on their settlement. You know what I'm going to try and do next week here on the Amanda Seal Show? I'm going to try and do a Kanye embargo where we just don't talk about him for at least a week. I feel like we all need a nice, healthy cleanse. You know, just just let it all run out. I'm for that. <laughs> also, what's an expiration date on engagements? You know what? That's an interesting topic that if I start talking about right now, I will talk all the way about. And so we're going to stick around and see what I have to say about it later. <laughs> I can't wait to hear everybody's opinions. <laughs> and you're going to get to know me and Amanda a little bit more. We have uh, what we learned about ourselves from our past relationships. That's today's question. Today's question. What have we learned about ourselves from our past relationships? Ooh, we're getting deep up in the Amanda Seal <laughs> Show streets, which is why you got to stay connected with us 24-7. Hit us on all socials at Seal Said It. Follow us, y'all. Follow us at Seal Said It. Become our friend. You can also like become our real homie by calling us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And listen and laugh and learn with us because it's the Amanda Seal Show. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. And it's DJ Nails right here. And it's time for some Blackurate news. This story is one that piqued my interest because I love stories like this after watching Unsolved Mysteries all the years of my life growing up. <laughs> DNA matches. Mm. It actually reunited a missing daughter with her family after 50 plus years. But this turns out she was actually kidnapped. Right. Now, here's the thing. She was only 22 months old in 1971 when she was abducted by a woman who was hired to babysit her. And Mm. she was raised with a a whole other name. She lived in Fort Worth for much of her life. And it was doing the 23andMe kit 
that really like solved this whole situation. She didn't even know that her family was searching for her until they reached out to her through Facebook. Facebook be letting things out the bag, right? So she thought the message was a scam. She said that her father texted her on Messenger and said, I've been looking for my daughter. Oh, I have chills. I have chills as I'm reading it. I've been looking for my daughter for 51 years. And they found her through a DNA match with one of her children on 23andMe. So she's like, the person that raised me, I had to talk to her. And she asked her, is there anything you need to tell me? And uh, I guess the cat was out the bag. The baby was out the bassinet. So her parents reunited with her for the first time Saturday. And they did an official and legal DNA testing. And they are family how do you how do you respond to that like if you're that daughter like what's your relationship with your the the mom that you uh, knew growing up like what do you do after that you know that's a really conflicting mind state right because who knows if her mother who knows if the person who kidnapped her had ever shown any signs of mental illness or of you know sideways behavior throughout this whole time so then Mm -hmm. it becomes like all right did i even know this lady no because this lady kidnapped me and then it's like do i if you have genuine love for this person because they raised you and now you like but you stole me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that sounds like a little bit of stockholm syndrome because how do you divorce those two thoughts i don't I, i don't know I I've can't never wait been to kidnapped. see this on Lifetime. I can't <laughs> wait to see this on Lifetime or own. <laughs> it's only a matter of time. It's only yeah. a matter of time. But you know what? It's it's beautiful that they that they were able to come together. And I know a lot of folks do not do twenty three and Me because they like I don't want the government using my my DNA like they did Henrietta Lacks. And so this is actually a positive story. So shout out to this family. All right, topic number two, man. Uh, This is all over social media as well. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, they finally finalized their divorce. Looks like we got the the details from the settlement, 200K per month in child support. How's he going to pay that, though? I was going to say, was this before or after everybody (laughs) dropped him? And you know he don't got his money in Chase no more, so he's going to have to get money orders at the check cashing spot or something. I don't know. (laughs) I'm saying they got four children. You know what? I cannot help. I just feel like we are not addressing the fact that in the midst of all of this mayhem of this man acting a fool and of the Kim Kardashian-ness of it all, our children, in the middle of this, our children young children and north is old enough to like know what's going on right like and she's snappy she's with it so they are no they are like not being considered it feels like this must feel really crazy if they're knowing that their father is acting out the way he is and i wonder if they're being shielded from that internally I doubt it because North has been on social media. Remember, Kanye, he had this whole back and forth with Kim on social media about North being on social media. And you cannot escape those stories about Kim and Kanye. I mean, there's the stories about them. You know, so that was his boo. Now he is new boo. Uh, Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos and then oh, yeah. he's sitting next to Milo Yiannopoulos who is a known like pedophile uh, supporter and He's at the same time talking about Balenciaga and their pedophile campaign. It's just, it's, y'all, it's too much. You know what else is too much? $200,000 a month for 
any kind <laughs> of child support. I don't know. I don't know. What's, I don't know what's going on. I know a homegirl. I know a homeboy whose father uh, was a doctor and got a divorce from his mother and then quit his practice so that he wouldn't be expected to pay child support. Like that's the pettiness that that man was on. And I wonder City if boys. Kanye oh. is trying to do all of this. Damn, that was smart. That was smart. I gotta get it. that man was a doctor for a reason. He was diabolical. How you don't want to pay oh, child support for your kids? Like you got the kids. There's four children. Then you not you're just not gonna pay for them, even though you have a whole medical degree. Listen, I don't know what to say about Kanye anymore, other than let's just make sure the kids is good. Let's just make yep. sure the kids are all right. Okay. And, you know, their engagement wasn't that long until they got married. Apparently, they knew each other forever. But once they got engaged, it didn't last that long. But, mm-hmm. Nails, we want to talk when we get back. Is there is there an expiration date for engagement? That's a good question. That's a good question. I cannot wait to hear about this. What is the expiration date for an engagement? Because the former love and hip-hop star, Chrissy Lampkin and Jim Jones, remember them? They still aren't married. They're still not married. And Chrissy's done on waiting. So we'll discuss all this up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I am Nails. It is time to talk about a topic that got everybody wondering, <laughs> what are we going to say? Well, I'm no, dying to hear you. Well, no, listen, this is the topic. The topic is, is there an expiration date on an engagement? Now, after 18 years together and 11 since he proposed, Jim Jones and Chrissy Lampkin have still never been married. Of course, this is Jim Jones of the Dipset. They were together on Love and Hip Hop. We saw so much of their relationship, etc. But it begs the question, is there a time limit for an engagement? And in my opinion, it's really just, are you still trying to get married or not? Like, and if that's what your real goal is, then it's or not. That is the time limit on the engagement. Once you reach the or not, that's the time limit on everything, Nails. You're going to put up with something until you're not going to put up with it no more. And that's the time I don't limit. Know. I don't know, man. I, I, I have friends who've been engaged for, oh, oh, for quite some time. I, I think seven years they've been engaged. They haven't gotten married. But there's been a reason why they have not been uh, married yet. And it's because they're not ready. Yeah, exactly. They know they want to spend the rest of their life together, but they know financially right now and career-wise, they're not ready be- because they're moving left and right. And one had one is in, in the media, so he's bouncing around, and another's a teacher. So it's like they're not in the same city and all this stuff, you know? So they understand that they're not ready. Both people do. So is there? it's not really a stamp on that engagement, a time. No, I mean, the, the literal time limit of an engagement is when you are tired of waiting. <laughs> that's the time limit. If, if if seven years in, neither of them are tired of waiting, then that they, they, they still crack a lacking. But if one of them was like, listen, it's do or die, beds die, then, it, <laughs> Damn, then die. that would be that. Like, <laughs> that would be that. I think when we come up with these, like, well, any engagement that lasts over two years or whenever we put a time limit like that on it, we're taking it to some whole other thing. Marriage already, in many cases, is this, like, agreement that is done with you know the government etc and like the love gets taken out of it so often right so think about when we put like stipulations like time frames etc on that you know Mm. to your point 
I've heard a lot of married couples say that there is something different that happens when you are literally married. Okay, like people have been together in relationships for a long, 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 long time. But there's something about once you sign that piece of paper that a lot of people say changes things. And so, you know, people want to feel like they're secure enough in their individualness, in their economics and also in their relationship to really sign on for that whole thing, because a lot of people get married to not get divorced. <laughs> like... Right. Yep. 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 I would love to hear what, what our listeners have to say about this one. Because oh my y'all come up with some great responses. Call us at 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. Again, 855-262-6328. How long should an engagement be? Also, if someone wants to get married in a relationship and the other person is still like not trying to get married, they don't have like a legitimate reason, they don't want to get married. Oh. So there's that. And you have to ask yourself, are you okay with that? Or is that what your real goal is? And by the way, like, I mean, does it just feel at a certain point that that person is someone who's not keeping their promise to you? And that make you that may make you feel like, okay, I don't want to do it. And my last thought that I'm going to say is some men, specifically I've heard a lot of men say this, that they don't want to get married until they're done acting up. They feel like they can act up and still move past it before the marriage happens. Once you sign that piece of paper, the act up abilities are no longer as free. What do y'all think? Hit us up. You know the number. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Your boy Nails right here. Stay connected with the show content any time of the day at theamandasealshow.com. And you can always hit us up on the phone. 855-AMANDA-8. That's 855-262-6328. I'm going to say it one more time so you can put it in your phone because I'm sure it's in your hand already right now. That's 855 855- 262-6328 to call us anytime. If you have a comment, a question, a concern, you just want to say what up to us, you just want to say you love the show, hit us up, 855-AMANDA-8. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we're back here on the Amanda Seal Show. It is Nails right here. My girl Amanda Seal's right there, and I'm dying to hear your opinion on this because it's a rapper going at a comedian. I just... By the way, there's such a very storied love between rappers and comedians that we can't let there be a, a fissure born between us. Tell me about the story. Yeah, Cardi B, she clapped back at a comedian who basically was trying to make some points about the new music that her husband Offset is dropping in light of Takeoff being murdered. So she posted a snippet of a new Offset record and after the clip surfaced, Canadian comedian Nicole Arbor commented on the video and criticized Offset for promoting gun violence after Takeoff was just shot a few weeks before and she said, man, a few weeks after his cousin was murdered over a dice game, Offset's making new music about shooting people and shooting places up. Not a single thing was learned. And Cardi B defended her husband saying, the fact you trying to use the death of someone you love to get clout is crazy. I'm not going to do none of that. I'm just going to pray for you. Now, I'm a big Cardi B fan. I've been on her show, Cardi Tries. We did gymnastics together. I sprained my ankle trying to do too much. I mean, you know, it's, it's love. It's love. But she wrong here. Okay, she wrong here for the simple fact that nothing Nicole said was about trying to get clout. (laughs) If anything, Mm -hmm. she gave her clout by responding to her. And two, what she said was true. 
the fact that, you know, we do perpetuate gun violence in hip hop music in a real way. And there is something real about the fact that Takeoff did die based on gratuitous gun violence. Like, this is not a departure from the truth. And it's not like she was trying to make a joke about it. It'd be different also if she was like using this to like try and make some type of, you know, like funny moment that's not funny kind of thing that sometimes people try to do because they're like, oh, it's comedy. It's like, no, you're just yeah. being a... Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what happens here. That's not what's happening here. But I think sometimes, you know, we all grieve differently. Maybe Cardi mm-hmm. is just yep. trying to defend that her husband is grieving. But I think she can also see in real time that he is literally doing and talking about and glorifying the thing that his family member recently was fallen to. Yeah, and you just mentioned how people grieve different. I did see Cardi do a video on Instagram Live talking about how she's having a tough time making her husband even smile or or just look different because he's been grieving in random moments. She feels like she's suffering because he's just in this depression. And, And people do grieve different, and she's been lashing out at everybody who's trying to make jokes about Takeoff's death on social media. So she probably thought that comedian was just another person trying to get clout off of her and just snapping at everybody. I mean, it's it really the whole story is is incredibly sad, incredibly tragic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this comedian was trying to make a joke. I think they were making a valid point that many others have made. Uh, I think it yeah. just was the one that Cardi B came across that day. Also, though, just in general, seeing people come at comics and be like, oh, y'all shouldn't be making jokes about this or making jokes about that. We're comedians. Like, we make jokes. Like, it's just what it is. Uh, I think that there's a certain point where jokes can be tasteless and then you can say, like, oh, I thought that was tasteless. But I feel like there's too much energy behind, like, the silencing of comics that I feel these days. Mm -hmm. There's, like, an energy that says, like, and so now you don't get to tell jokes anymore. I don't think that's what Cardi was doing, but I think that's what a lot of people be trying to do and you know what it's not happening here today okay because we've got jokes to do because we've got a big up let down when we come back so make sure you don't go anywhere from here at the amanda seal show where jokes thrive (laughs) the sound effect machine the amanda seal show we up we up we up all right y'all that's another show right here at the amanda seal show amanda seals here nails we're closing it out for today that's my sound effects that's my one sound more effect. day till the weekend <laughs> thirst day is is in motion and then we hit friday you got any special word for friday is it like fry day? no you know just... my fridays is freaky friday oh of course of course of course of course how could i <laughs> how could i forget how could i forget Coming up on Friday's show, we'll have the latest Blackyard news. And of course, I will tell you all the information I gained in the last seven days with my favorite feature of the week, Things I Learned This Week. Yeah. And I want y'all to start thinking about what you learned this week as well so that you can call us up and tell us what you learned this week. Hit us up at one 855 8 That's one 262 6328 Now, tell them about the podcast. 
Oh, you can get the podcast wherever podcasts are available, and you can stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It. Matter of fact, you're listening to us right now. Tag us on your IG story right now yeah. to your radio at Seals Said It. Let us know you're listening. We're gonna repost you at Seals Said It on IG. Yes, we will. And if you're in Chicago, remember I'm gonna be in your city tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. So get your tickets at AmandaSeals.com. I'll be at the Chicago Improv having a good old black old time with all my people in Shy City. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. So make sure you do that every day. See you tomorrow at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.